I've got to stop. I've got to stop dealing with straight men. Like just queers and women from now on. We're good. I just can't move forward and back, otherwise my boobs will topple over the fucking wall. <laughs> like oh, sorry, our, if, if our protagonist in the, in the and her, her, her pillows. <laughs> Oh, oh anyway. dear. Hello, listeners. I'm Natasha. And I'm Damien. Welcome to episode 16, sweet 16 of the Lowbrow Lowdown. <laughs> we are reading pandemic-themed literature. So you don't have to. So welcome to the final episode of the season. And we have saved the best slash worst to last. Uh, we've done it. We've read more terrible literature than should be allowed to exist and survived to tell the tale, and neither of us caught COVID. Thank Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, fingers crossed. Let's make it through to the end of 2021 without catching COVID. Yep. Uh, because Damien's coming over for Christmas dinner on Thursday. Damien and his partner and maybe his puppy dog. Yes, she's going to hang out on the, the on very the balcony, end, the, the large the balcony. <laughs> yes. yes. No, on a, a large balcony, not like, you know, Teetering on the edge of a tall building. No, no, um, nothing like that. It's it's a very nice, ample space. It's all very <laughs> fenced and netted in. She'll yes. be very safe and comfortable. She'll be perfectly safe, and the cats will just stare at her through the glass. Oh, she'll be so excited because she's never allowed to get that close to a cat, like even through the glass. I mm. think she'll be like, I think this week. Well, she's going to have two cats to contend to. Oh, I feel like I need to make a correction. Well, so, we've yes, <laughs> I was going to say. You? No, no, you say because um, it's they're your cats. Yeah. So last week, I welcomed a little kitten into my house um, as a companion for Peanut during the day for when we go back to work. <laughs> Lol. And <laughs> that's going to happen. Never going to happen. Um, and I had originally named him P- uh, Penguin, but it didn't quite sit, didn't fit, didn't work. And I, it just felt too close to Peanut yelling it out, you know, stop eating that penguin, stop eating that penguin. You know, it sounds the same as stop eating that peanut. So he has been renamed to George. I, so, I think it suits him. And when it you, does like, suit him very much. sent the picture and said, I'm going to call him George, it just suddenly went, oh, yeah, he's a George. He's a George. He, he's, he and Peanut are such great friends already. I, my heart breaks at the thought of how wonderful it is in a good way. I yeah, don't know. They're, they're, I mean, I feel like maybe our Twitter feed needs some Peanut and George content. Oh, yes. I will tweet <laughs> some photos of Peanut and George fighting uh, and tumbling around the lounge room, but, you know, with love. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get into this book. <laughs> That's what we're here for today. Yes. And if we sound weird, it's because we're back to remote Zoom podcasting because we don't want to catch COVID. <laughs> Before Christmas. Before Christmas. And also we're just both exhausted and driving both across exhausted town. And, 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 it's, and El Nino is doing shitty things to the weather and we both have is. sinus issues. and yeah. not COVID. Not COVID. Being tested. <laughs> We've both been tested multiple times. All right. Damien, let's hear what this book is about. So we are going back into the incredible mind of MJ Edwards. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no, What's MJ. a movie with um, a beautiful mind? A beautiful mind. All the numbers. Um, Easy numbers. <laughs> COVID, it's called COVID Clause is Coming to, down, to Town. Jesus, I can't speak. Uh, parentheses, Kissing the Coronavirus Chronicles. So while... MJ did previously promise that there'd be no more coronavirus chronicles. We are getting a fourth instalment as a Christmas special um, mm. because, and I quote, she read about Santa Claus visiting all <laughs> these nations. So, <laughs> like, oh, when did you yeah. read about that? Um, I will read out the blurb. I really should read these before we jump on. I don't never I read, read them. it tonight. Very entertaining. (laughs) All Dr. Holly Mistletoe wants for Christmas is an orgasm. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not. Christmas is a special time of the year. I 
would highly recommend someone gets her a dildo for Christmas though, because she's she's not she, working in like she. <laughs> you got to have the right yes. tools for the job. <laughs> the right tools for the job yeah unfortunately her important zoology work is getting (laughs) i'm really going to struggle through this unfortunately her important zoology work is getting in the way and despite her numerous attempts at sexual gratification with people she is (laughs) is extremely disturbing she has resided herself to seeing in the new year with a dry vagina (laughs) i'm sorry natasha (laughs) Until early on Christmas morning, there was a clatter and a chatter from downstairs. When Dr. Mistletoe ventures to investigate, she's shocked to find Santa sat in her living room. But something's not quite right. After travelling around the world, Santa has, expe- sorry, Santa has been exposed to every coronavirus variant there is. And when a deadly disease comes into contact with a powerful magical force... Maybe Dr. Mistletoe will get her Christmas wish after all. COVID Clauses Coming to Town is a spin-off to the Audience Delighted Kissing the Coronavirus series. My God. <laughs> My God, what an intro. Yep. There is a lot that's disturbing about this book and that um, intro does not do it justice. How disturbing this book really is. It, it, it was... Has it jumped the shark? I think it's jumped the shark. It's that thing. Or, it, very, or it's heading towards the ramp. Yeah, it, it's it's all those things that we love, but it's almost like there was a view that had to be pushed further and further and we've pushed it mm. maybe a bit too far. Um, Some of like, the analogies that we loved from the other books felt a bit laboured and too self-aware. Yeah, it yeah. Yeah, it's sort of I like and it, it's that thing and you see it in erotica a lot where they come up with different like they have a, a thesaurus of colloquialisms to describe breasts in this case. Yes. That are like seriously, how big are these breasts? <laughs> like it's mammoth. Um at one point uh, when she sees Santa with his belly like a bowl full of jelly she's like it was even his belly was even bigger than my breasts i'm like how big are your breasts if that's a surprise in summer and going oh my goodness me but you know and or and also we're not shaming anyone like i mean i've got a belly like a bowl full of jelly right now don't worry (laughs) i have two bowls of jelly no i'm (laughs) sorry so bad sorry i've had some because of this remote situation, I've had some mishaps with the microphone and my boobies. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, really embarrassing. <laughs> so I think one of, as, as with any MJ Edwards story, we do get a bit of exposition to kind of tell us a bit about this character. So Dr. Mistletoe, she has a first name, doesn't she? No. Oh she, no, she does. Doctor Holly Mistletoe. It's in the book. Oh blood. Holly! Oh my god! Of course, of course, it's Holly. We've got mistletoe. to reinforce that it's Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and mistletoe sounds like a very real name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very real. But she's um she needs to establish that she's a zoologist, and I wasn't scrolled there, but her <laughs> description of what her job entails was. I may have highlighted this. (laughs) Or would you like to share what her job entails? Yeah. So she, (laughs) um, she's describing her job at the zoo as a zoologist. She strokes the zebras, laughs at the penguins. (laughs) They look, they look so fucking stupid. Lol. But also that's someone's job to laugh at the penguins. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's probably more to it, but that's kind of what stood out to me. It's like, do they look a bit stupid? Yeah, they. I think they do. They waddle about. They're hilarious. But, you know, it's not a job. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's why the, that's why the, the patrons are there. Mm. Yes, they're the ones to look and laugh, not, not the people meant to be feeding. And Well, well also, like, <sighs> a zoologist isn't a zookeeper. Correct. No, but, and like, she doesn't seem to – like, she works – as a zoologist, 
And she's a doctor, so she can't be an idiot. So she's but, got you a know, PhD mm, in zoology. Of been some here kind. before. Um, her super busy job at the zoo as a zoologist. I mean, oh yeah. She feeds. Oh, she. Because I, I would assume there are zoologists at the zoo, but hmm. I and like. Oh, full look, disclosure. I don't really know what a zoologist exactly <laughs> does. Like, because are they sort of part geneticist? You know, are they doing breeding programs, or is it more like anthropology? I actually don't know what a but zoologist is. I feel like my only real information about zoologists is from that TV series Zoo. Is this the one where the animals go crazy? Yes. Yes, I watched all of that. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite. Another one of my uh, dystopian watches during the pandemic. Oh, sorry. And one thing that her job doesn't entail in that she spends a lot of time with the animals, she can't do anything sexual with them, which is, you know, adding to her um, frustration. She says, not again. Not again. Which oh, it's I like want, yeah. Mm, this is we don't need, this we don't is the jumping the shark. Like bit. she can't be that sick stuff that she refers uh, resorts to bestiality. I mean that's yeah. I, I, that's a I, kink I will shame because that is not that is we, we can't consent. It, cannot consent. There is no consent in that. Abuse. Dan Savage has a story about he he in his because he's a like a sex columnist and at one point he spoke to somebody who was having relations with a horse mm. and there was this whole thing about like, well, if you're back there and a horse doesn't want you there, they'll get rid of you. And he's like, okay. And then he said, is it a male or a female horse? And the guy got really insulted and he was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's where you draw the line. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea if that story is true, but he told it on his podcast once. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. That It's sickening. Do yeah, you remember this is <laughs> Black Mirror, that first episode of Black Mirror. With oh, the, with the pig. The pig. <laughs> I could not get past. I have not watched any more episodes of Black Mirror because I just felt so nauseated it was, by that episode. It was revolting. So I and- generally struggle, struggle to struggle. Struggle to watch it. Struggle. Um, mm. I find it, while I like really dark things, I find that just too kind of despairing. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, there's never any hope. And it's that, it's very Twilight Zone, like you get to the end. And get and- that, that little mini story. I mean, I know all the stories are different, so I, should, I could give it another go. But I just thought, no, if that's how they started this series, I'm just, oh, I don't know. All right, so she'll go into the the plot. I mean, it's a it's very, very short. short story. It takes place over one night. She's she's decorating for Christmas, the <laughs> night before Christmas, um, because she's so busy as a zoologist. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, okay, all right. I well, need to look up what a zoologist actually does Well, I, to, to understand why she's so busy. Like, and why is, why is COVID making I mean, life more busy? I would have thought that it wouldn't have been as busy. Because be I mean, if, if your job is something that's not about patrons at the zoo, I'd imagine it's as busy as it normally is. Because mm, mm. anyway, whatever mm. the animals need. Yeah, they still need the same. Anyway. If someone knows what a zoologist does, they should <laughs> email us at lowbrowlowdown <laughs> at do you, I, do you know or are you a zoologist? Are we, has this novel uh, ruined any perception of your life, uh, livelihood? Um, yes, lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com. So while she's decorating her tree and. Uh, Reminiscing about all the dicks that she has had. known. Well, she, you know, she had all these sort of encounters Sorry, this that's my dishwasher thing, this in the background. This is one thing that made me real. Uh, I mean, I know we've discussed our thoughts about who the author is and I know we've done some off-the-record research about it. Um, but it just uh, the descriptions about these encounters with dicks during the pandemic, which are removed, socially removed, like a, let him, a postman sticks stick through the letterbox rather than <laughs> the mail. She wanks off her 
ex-sister-in-law's accountant or something? Her sister-in-law's ex-husband's accountant. Oh, my fucking God. So her brother's accountant? Something, yeah, there was an accountant and something else. Uh, The guy at the chip shop. Oh, that's what the, yeah. His battered, battered sausage. <laughs> yeah. And so she went home with a battered sausage, but no orgasm. Um, yeah. And, yeah. But no, no but, the, but coming back to why I think this is a male who's writing this, she's, she's saying, oh, I haven't been able to have an orgasm despite doing all of these things to penises. I say, oh, they could just be doing those things to you and you might have an orgasm. But they- if, I, I think uh, this is probably taking us to where the, the greater problem is. So she's like decorating a tree and everything but the topper, which is a naughty Santa Claus. Um, and so she plunges the Santa Claus down her never-ending cleavage that goes for days. Goes for so days. Like, How big are her baps? They must be like for days. For days. <laughs> um. And she must have a very sore back. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we need a GoFundMe to help her out with some hoists. <laughs> anyway, the Santa. She um, uses it as a sexual aid mm. to to no great effect. She's very upset, but because at the moment of pleasure, she sneezes and it ruins everything just puts the mood takes her out of the mood or whatever yeah but it just made me go and this is the thing it's written by a man Mm. why does this woman not own any sex toys like if you are so in touch with your sexuality Mm. why would you not have a great understanding of how to male sexuality yeah and Mm. and how to like you know do things for Mm -hmm. you and i just I, I look at yeah, this. And and... Uh, don't need a penis in order for women to orgasm. Don't need another person. No. Does she have a hand? Like She's got fingers, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, plunging, plunging a, a ceramic. ceramic object into yourself <laughs> over and over. So recipe for disaster. Sounds awful. Sounds like. A hospital trip waiting to happen. Absolutely. Mm. It, it just. So it was actually very, I mean, and it's one of a number of, of very uncomfortable sex scenes. Um, shall we go through a couple of the others or should, is, should we just get to them as we get to them? Well, so well, the, the, when she's frustrated, she smashes the Santa against oh, that's the right. stone. The heart. dripping wet Santa. And <laughs> then she annoyedly, well, you know, she, she's very annoyed. She puts out some chocolate chip biscuits and some milk and a carrot for the reindeer. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you five? <sighs> Santa would like that she would be taking care of Rudolph. I think um, carrot. I think my internet just went shit for a second and I lost you oh, right shit. as you started talking. You're back okay. now. Okay. All right. Um, yes, yeah, so she'd left out some cookies and milk for Santa and a carrot for Rudolph because she knew, because she was a zoologist and she knew that Santa <laughs> would like it. Like the fact that she would be taking care, you know, she's taking care of Rudolph. She's a zoologist and a grown woman believes in Santa. Did she tell you that she's a zoologist? Yes. <laughs> so I think she works at a zoo. Does she? I never would have guessed that. <laughs> so I was about to say something about a colleague of mine, but I won't. <laughs> or maybe I will, but could cut it. <laughs> we, we can save it to the end if you like. Or you- we'll save it to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so she went to sleep drunk after leaving cookies out and, and a half-decorated tree. Like it's it was decorated apart from the topper, um, which is a bit disappointing. It's like, oh, a Christmas tree is not a Christmas tree without the topper. Um, and she woke up at a very specific time in oh, the I middle of the night. <laughs> Did you notice it? But uh... She was woken up at 2.36 and 11 seconds a.m., or something. How did like I miss that. this? I don't know. Oh, there we go. Yeah, two thirty-eight and eleven seconds. Oh. Like, why? What's that add? Just that extreme. Detail? Just say two in the morning. Like, if you say two in the morning, in my head, I'm like somewhere between two and three. 
Yes. I'm, I'm not going to say you're a liar if you didn't give me the exact, anyway, the exact time. So she woke up that to a sound and a clatter on the roof that sounded suspiciously like coconuts being banged together. So, it's like a pantomime. <laughs> Some Radio 4 production. <laughs> Um, was it burglars was it santa and then she pulled a gun out i thought she was in the uk for some reason i think she is in the uk isn't she yeah so because she says norks later to refer to her extremely uk and bristols and very Mm. uk language to describe she's in the uk she just inexplicably has a gun buried in her cleavage and it's like I mean, how, I, how does it, where does it actually? I feel like there must be a lot of stuff in there. Oh, then it's not a kangaroo pouch. Like, um, and it, and it turns out it was Santa who seems to have contracted every variant around the world. Yes. All in one night. And because he's magical, um, which we do know this from the previous coronavirus chronicles that, Mm. Too much COVID results in mm. magical mutation. Too much cure results in magical mutation. And then mixing two variants resulted in a mutant, another That's mutant right, magical. another mutant of some kind. And now we have um, all the variants with the magic of Christmas gets us a festive COVID. magical <laughs> mutation. Um, mm. This is where she's... um. She goes there and she sees this this bigger man because he's Santa with his <laughs> flushed cheeks and all of that and his <laughs> belly that was even bigger than her breasts, which she was shocked about, um, mm. which I just feel like bellies are How? normally bigger than breasts. Breasts are, uh, yes, they're not, anyway, they're not that giant. Well, maybe they are, but, oh. Um, and Santa's cheeks were as big as... Big Hand John, no, as big as, as, red, her, as, her red as her butt after Big Hand John spanked smacked her. her on the ass over and over or big whatever. Big Hand John, imagine if that was your name. Do you know why he was called Big Hand John? Do you? Well, yeah, uh, so. Big uh, Hand. Except, like, I always, and maybe this is a very <laughs> Australian thing, like, I had a brother-in-law who was very tall but was called <laughs> Shorty. And we call yes. redheaded heads blue. Bluey. Hmm. So. Um, no, no, this was literal. He had big hands. All right. Well, he and so it's called Big Hander John. Whereas if he was in Australia, he'd be called Little Hand John. <laughs> little John. Little John. Little <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so that poor porcelain. Sorry, I'm, I'm scrolling, scrolling. She drank away her feelings, rubbed her eyes viciously, which wobbled her magnificent boobies. Oh, everything wobbled her boobs. They were everything. Tiptoeing wobbled, gently wobbled her mammoth tits. Um, mammoth. <laughs> um she like so Santa's like not coping and he said, Don't come near me. I'm so I'm okay because of the magic of Christmas, but if you come near right. me, you'll, mm. you we have no idea what will happen. I'd and hope that the magic of Christmas would stop Santa from being a super spreader. You would think, but I feel like if he's delivering variants, like is he the is he the one we need to blame for Omicron? Oh fuck Omicron! Fuck Omicron! But the the magic of all this the, stuff makes Santa hot. Essentially, he, um, his belly sucks into abs. He becomes muscly. His beard disappears to reveal a chiselled chin, and he's got a massive wang. Enormous. It's a, it's a big cucumber. <laughs> Look, at least it wasn't two meters long and dragging behind the ground this time. <laughs> a little bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a cucumber before. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Sorry. Um, and because coronavirus does this when it mutate when it magically mutates. Suddenly, everyone is overcome with lust. Yeah, instantly. Like he's writhing and hissing and spitting and moaning, and he gets an erection. Yeah, which is instantly. What um, yeah. And he, I, does he ask her to undress? She just, be, oh, no, no, actually, no, she just pulls her clothes off. Oh, sorry, you're going to quote. I've, 
an amazing thing. <laughs> Santa Claus, she asked, her voice naught but a squeak. I am no longer Santa Claus, he said, his voice deeper than the big wah sound from the Inception trailer. <laughs> Is that what that I've not seen Inception. You know, like every thriller kind of epic uh, blockbuster has that trailer and it starts with wah and then the music, you know, ding, 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 comes oh, well, in. To look. And it's like meant to get your attention. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I cannot make that sound with my voice. You are here. <laughs> You're going to have to put it in over the top, aren't you? Yeah. yeah we'll oh, I'll it. see if I can dig one out. I think you've added it to me. Um, then who are she- you? She asked, her knickers moistening at the sound of his pure manliness. I am, he said. Pure then pause tr- dramatically. COVID claws. COVID claws. Sounds like a legal brief of a terrible code. Yes, it sounds like <laughs> there's a COVID clause on your lease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we are up to my excerpt, and it's like the proper one, not just me. Go for it. Inception Bois. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is a really gross excerpt, and we haven't had a gross one for a while. And mm. I'm just I'm apologizing in advance. Yes, he nodded. I'm going to make you come like you've never come before. <laughs> yes, Daddy COVID claws, screamed Dr. Mistletoe, and she ripped away all her clothes to reveal her naked body to him, which was super hot and lovely. And she, of course, had the big tits yeah. and her bum and legs were really nice too. <laughs> Did a 10-year-old write this? <laughs> <laughs> and her legs and bums were really nice too. Yes. After, yeah. Give her compliments. <laughs> so it's just nice. Oh, this. It gets okay. worse. They yeah, dove at so one another, <laughs> their lips locking and their tongues disappearing down each other's throats like their stomachs were magnets and their tongues were hot metal. Oh, oh my God. Just. Oh. I, have, I have one more sentence to read from my excerpt. Mm. Then COVID <laughs> battered. Wrong battered, um, her breasts, kneading them like he was a baker, and her tits were freshly proven dough. Mm. Just you know, <laughs> like, mm. I um, I'm going to read the next sentence because <laughs> oh, I left that one out on purpose. <laughs> I, I had highlighted that going. Oh my fucking god! This is the least sexy sex scene I have ever encountered. Yeah. He began masticating her nipples. Her, his thick lips flumping against her aureola, spelling out, oh, the bumps on her skin spelling out, surely, holy shit, that feels good if they were to be read like Braille. But it's just like Whoa. his thick lips flumping. It just... Flumping. Just, also, masticating. Chewing. Yeah, like yeah. chewing for the purpose chewing. of swallowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, thought I was, I was expecting a pass when I thought I saw someone at my front door, but I do not. Um, oh, this is where the cucumber cock, yep, fumbled, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Can I read this yeah, next sentence yeah, yeah. out? Mr. Dr. Mistletoe fumbled the COVID clauses cucumber cock, which she bent down and forced so far into her mouth that she could taste every single bite of the milk and cookies he'd eaten that night. How? Does he eat with his penis? Like, is his form of eating to mash his penis into the milk and cookies? I don't know. I wish I didn't have to read this. But... It was wild. And then, and then again, another uh, look, I have made a couple of notes about very uncomfortable um, sex scene descriptions. And this one, oh, no, I've lost it. Damn it. Oh, okay, anyway. Then COVID claws pulled her up by her breasts. Yes. Ow. Yeah, that. Did <laughs> My God. Not comfortable. Although, like, that could be someone's kink. I don't know. But it just, it sounds painful. It, it does sound painful. But, like, don't, I think of, um, oh, what's his name? The guy that hosts that tattoo, Ink Master. Mm. He does the thing where he's got, like, big piercings in that bit of his top of his shoulder and he puts like those cabana clips in and gets lifted up. 
Oh, we don't like Stellark, the artist. Yeah, 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 like, like that. He, he hooks in his skin. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So, like, mm. people do shit like that, and like people do shit like that. That's true. That could be good could for be someone. A thing that's, I mean, although they met eight seconds ago, yeah, so. he's making a pretty <laughs> strong assumption that she's into having her tits pulled <laughs> yeah. off. It's, like, it's hard to know. Um, so oh, this is a discuss. COVID clause, like, so they're having sex, you know, because there's a proud flagpole between her legs and there's lots of um, train trains entering tunnel oh, analogies. Train like a few times, like, we get it. <laughs> My God. So COVID clause is thrusting like he's trying to start a fire inside her vagina. It's like, like rubbing dry loop. sticks. I mean, <laughs> no. Um, an Australian weather gets a bit of a mention. I, I was like, is like, are we influencing I'm, this? Because I feel like, it's about us yeah. actually. Because there was a mention about, excuse me, <clears throat> there was a mention about um, uh, hot, no, not hot kangaroos. No. Oh, muscle like kangaroos, yeah, <laughs> yeah, muscle bound kangaroos. Um, so hey, MJ Edwards, if that was about us, thanks. <laughs> Love <Yes>. you. <laughs> Um, it it does very much have that thing of male ejaculation is female orgasm. Oh yeah, which I know we've seen in all of the books, every piece of erotica that. But this one especially, I felt like Uh, this one, and also the courting the coronavirus one Mm, as well. mm. And it's a thing of like that wasn't that wasn't. That wasn't MJ Edwards, no, no, that was a different. No, but it's the same principle, isn't it? Yeah, there's this real kind of. Yeah, I, and it's why I always think they're written by men. Mm-hmm. Or is it just mm. that because it's such an, an... Is it a formulaic? Yeah, it's a formula or maybe it's like the outward expression. You know, it's easy. I mean, it's easier to describe maybe than the kind of the feeling and emotion that mm. might be more interesting. <laughs> maybe. Um... Yeah. So I didn't really have an ex. So, oh no, let's keep going with them. Um, I mean, there's not much left to go. There's not much to go. There's, there really isn't. So he, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So they have sex. He bursts into her. Um, and then afterwards he takes off his Santa hat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love the fact that that was so just on the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. And just wipes. It's just he treats it as a cum rag and just wipes it off, wipes himself off um, from his softening member like it was a balloon with the air being let out of it. So it's like, oh, MJ Edwards, sticking to tradition, like mm, Christmas. The balloon always gets a mention. Balloons, balloons always get a mention. Um, and then he disappears and she thinks she's had a dream. And it's like, lady, there's physical evidence. Everywhere. There's jizz dripping out of your vagina. Um, <laughs> she's like, oh, you know, maybe it wasn't an orgasm. Maybe I dreamt I had an orgasm, but it felt real. It's like, <laughs> she slips oh. over. <laughs> she, she trips over it. <laughs> it's like wet stuff on that. No. Um, <clears throat> it feels like it feels like a really bad like comedy aimed at teenage boys of like that happened and then go, oh, that was a really weird dream. And then the, like the lady slips over on the floor because it's covered in cum. <laughs> oh God. Um, she goes upstairs uh, and finds the hat. So she woke up downstairs on her pillow. And, yeah, um, and she goes, oh, it was real. It was real after all. Oh, what's a Christmas miracle. It's um, a Christmas miracle. It was, and that was it. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. Um, uh, so I didn't really have one exit. I had a bit of a snippet of best of sentences. Um, I think I'm going to start with the dedication to, you know, to the reader. I'm sorry if you got this as a present. The person who gave it to you mustn't like you very much. Oh, I love it. Um, just. Oh, yeah, no, I, I did highlight the, uh, the stroking zebras laughing at the penguin sentence. Um, she hated watching TV these days because there were always good-looking people having orgasms. It's like, that's not TV, that's just 
Pornhub.com. Close your laptop, lady. I mean, it depends what you're watching. <laughs> oh, look, I, I know. I'm just you know, being hyperbolic. Um, uh, the whole this whole virus thing was ridiculous. Like I agree, one hundred percent. It's like a sinister version of Santa Claus, except people got coughing fits and hospital stays instead of socks and B and B vouchers. Um, like, oh, it's true. Hmm. And Santa himself has just delivered a whole bunch of coughing fits and hospital stays to all the children of the world. <laughs> Bloody Santa. Santa, your sheep. Um, and just some wonky sentences. Her tree looked great apart from the absent tree topper that wasn't on the tree because she was holding the tree topper. Yeah, oh, I had that one highlighted. Just, yeah, you just laboured and obvious and deliberate. Uh, uh, you know, when you're reading, you don't want to see the writer's hand. And yeah. And it's I think that, we saw it too often in this book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that thing of... There are types of writing that have to over-explain. There are types of writing that need to be really succinct and simple. And this mm. is one of those ones where you, you really want to, like, just trust that the reader understands what's going on. You mm. use ellipsis. Mm. They will they will fill in the blanks. Yeah. Uh, and this last sentence that I kind of loved, she wasn't, after having met Santa in her lounge room, but before he turned into COVID clause, she wasn't phased about meeting Santa on account of having met other celebrities in the past. <laughs> Oh Were they Lord. also <laughs> mythical? <laughs> She's got a unicorn out in the backyard. <laughs> you know, unicorns um, are real. She's a zoologist. She's a zoologist with a very indistinct job description. <laughs> um, oops, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I loved this one. I would say. Look, number t- like kissing the coronavirus yeah. too will always be the highlight. I listened to that one the other day. So still, it made me laugh so much. I just that hot dog. There, there's like a point once a week where I think about how much <laughs> I laughed at that. Is that a hot dog? Um, look for me. I I guess like a three out of five. It's still like it's not terrible. There's still it's a good not terrible. message. And, and and I think no, I think. Um, it's my opinion. I think, yeah, I, I gave it a three out of five face masks. Um, it's a really funny look at Christmas. <laughs> and there's, I mean, there's no shortage of Christmas stories. This one is really hilarious. Um, it, I, I'm 100% in my belief that this was written by a man. It's very penis-centric. It's very male orgasm-centric, even though we are told that, penises equal female orgasms. Um, seriously, women do not go on and on about their boobies as much as <laughs> uh, Dr. Holly Mistletoe does. Um, but there's really good place building and world building. I say world building, it's her lounge room. Um, no, you, you... I've really got, a, like, you know, when you're reading a book and you have this little mental picture of what... Um, what their world looks like. What their world looks like. It's like, I've got... A really good sense of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, whether or not we sort of laugh a bit at her, we understand the character. We understand the character. I mean, she's a, I don't know, she, I mean, she's a shallow, yes, but uh, I feel like we could have gotten to know Dr. Holly Mistletoe, Mistletoe. a little bit more. <laughs> but this is <laughs> just a little bit, I don't know, just, it's just a little I don't know. You know what it is? It's, uh, I'm going to say it's okay. Maybe it isn't okay. But it's one thing for us as the reader to laugh at an ironic depiction of a dumb idiot. Um, but I think that the author on this occasion was laughing at her as well. Do you know what or was writing missing? writing it for that effect. Do you know what was missing? In I think every other book mm-hmm. from this author. Mm-hmm. Your excerpt has been that little moment that they mm. stopped. And there's yeah. no little moment in this. There's no little moment. That's why I couldn't really find an excerpt. I mean, I could have picked a disturbing sex scene. <laughs> but I thought, but you need I know the little Damien's going to do that. No, no, but no, yeah. I didn't. There was no, 
it, she was just too. Uh, it wasn't even that she was depicted as too shallow. She there was just no depth to this one character. This character, mm. um, or no color. I don't know. That's just she was just a. I don't know. It I'm was, not yeah, there, there well. was a, there was something missing that <clears throat> there was, something was present missing. with the others. Yeah. However, as uh, I, I was thinking, when, who would buy this sort of book? And I think this is actually, as we go into lockdowns, uh, not us, we are not going into fucking lockdown again, but I imagine that as countries around the world are doing this whole thing again and again, like some groundhog day that never ends, um, I think this is the time book. If you have got a bunch of people on Zoom or even in person, if it's a small group of people who already live with each other, and do an, um, a live reading of uh, yes. this book, it would be hilarious and bonding. And can you imagine a dinner party or any kind of event where, you know, this book or one of the other MJ Edwards books read out loud? I would be weeping with laughter and it would be such a bonding experience with that so group of people. And I think- I've done this before with friends. We got really drunk and <clears throat> I did a dramatic reading of um, it's the Twilight cross Harry Potter cross interview with a vampire fan fiction called My Immortal. And it's like Harry Potter Twilight erotica and it's terrible. <laughs> and we got really drunk and I did a dramatic reading of it and it was the <laughs> funniest thing. Like just because we're all like in the same kind of yeah, headspace, yeah. The same. And- it, it could be a really in, a hilarious shared experience. Um, so I, I think these are not books to be read for the pleasure of reading, uh, or even for the for sexual pleasure. No, no. no. <laughs> but as a way to connect with other people, yes. Absolutely. So, and honestly, if, if you have a group of friends, if you have a group of friends who all love My Dad Wrote a Porno, as an example, <laughs> this is the type of book where you could say to them, hey, we're all going to get together and mm. I, we're going to do a dramatic reading. And it could be yeah. you, know, you do a chapter each. It's not really chapters. In yeah. This. yeah. Um, or there's somebody who likes to perform and... <laughs> perform? Well, you know. You know what I Sorry. mean. Like put on not the voices. Like live action. <laughs> So is this making um, sex gestures with my hands? <laughs> Please no. Um. Well, they should. People should tell us what they think. Uh, you know, we are big supporters of MJ Edwards. We mm, think we they're doing are. wonderful yeah. work. We love their work. And um, we, if you want to tell us what you think, I think mm. is it your turn to do the the tell us what you think, Natasha? Oh, it is. Sorry, I had to take my glasses off because they really hurt under the um. The headphones, yeah. The headphones. So, and then now I couldn't read. Um, yes, please do tell us what you think. We are at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at lowbrowlowdown um, to share your thoughts uh, and also to check out up and coming photos of George and Peanut together. Um, I'll throw and- something of Stella at some point as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do. I think we, maybe we get a photo of George and Peanut looking through the mirror and through the window at Stella, uh, anyway, assuming they're not hiding under the bed, <laughs> shitting themselves with fear. Yeah, assuming Giant she's dog. like normal. <laughs> um, um, but before was, we – oh, sorry, you go. Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking, should we kind of do a bit of a wrap-up of the year? But we didn't plan. <laughs> I mean, well. I, I've, got, I've got ideas. Okay, let's hear your ideas. So, okay, so we, we've got a bit of a list of things to look at. So, it, it, Natasha's provided a list which covers best books, worst books, books we'd recommend, regrets, and delights. And I'd like to start with regrets. Mm, okay. So, when we first started this thing out, we picked a heap of books that mm. we maybe hadn't like looked into enough. <laughs> And there is one book. Not enough vetting. <laughs> there was not enough vetting. And not vetting enough was a regret because we read mm. some things that were like, ooh. Yeah. Um, there is one book that didn't make it to. Mm. to uh, it would never be broadcast. No. Um, and this is because this book included necrophilia and we decided mm. no. And it was, I mean, it was just, it was really disgusting. It was 
awful. We both felt nauseated. <laughs> we, cut, we couldn't make it funny. No, and we like recorded it and we were just both so angry. <laughs> I'm so I regret reading. We can't do this. We cannot. I was like, I can't put this out. Stop it. This is going to kill our brand. (laughs) Um, So I do regret reading that book. It was not fun. And I I regret regret not vetting it. Recording that whole thing. It was like, what a waste of. Anyway. Um, It ruined our buffer, too. We had a buffer, but. And it. Hmm. Not vetting enough. Like, there were some books. That oh, were, there were some some authors. It was like, oh, are we steering into anti-vex territory? Yeah. Should we name those books? I mean, or? No, people, I can't no. remember the names of them. Um, but I mean, we released episodes, and it's not like because you know we panned the book. We said the person's mm-hmm. an idiot. Um, numerous of them, but it was that thing of like we should have like vetted a bit more beforehand, and it's something we're going to take forward into the next season is to kind of mm. have a bit of a better idea of what we're jumping into because mm, you'd read something mm. and you just think like, how does this, and it almost always like so much racism. So much. And just like, oh, like and you're that, just willingly oh. publishing this into the world. What is wrong with like, clearly I that I think it's wrong. I just the really racist one, but I can't remember the name. Of it. it was the crime one. Yeah. The crime one. It was just so shit. Really oh, shit that's right. Detective. The detectives just did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even solve the crime. Someone else no, did. Someone else just killed the murderer. I don't know. Gosh, I'd forgotten about that one. God, it was racist. She was racist and it was misogynistic. Every woman oh, was just... obsessed with shopping. Yeah. Oh. Which brings me to the worst books because I think that was. <laughs> I think. <laughs> that and yeah. the very first the... one we did, the Cold V County <laughs> Killer. Look, I think. <laughs> I don't think that was the worst book. It no, was it Melbourne centered. So I kind of liked that. And I liked the, no, I say liked, I was amused by the um, gender flipped characters mm. of Danielle Andrews and Dr. Button. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Professor yeah, Button. No. The, the worst um, one was definitely the, the terrible crime one. Um, and also the most recent romance. What was it called? Oh fuck! Um, oh, we can't remember the names of any of these books. We can't. They're just so shit. But you we can have to list all sixteen of our episodes to uh, <laughs> to hear more. Um, I feel like best books and books we recommend is probably going to cross over. Um, absolutely, yeah. the two the, best best books were Corvid, Corvid the, and the, the Rotten Roots and, of. I've already forgotten how to say it. Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil, yeah. Yeah. Which were both really well done. Yeah, with a special mention of We Fucking Hate Zoom Quizzes yes. by MJ Edwards. MJ Edwards, which is actually the book I'd recommend. Like, I've recommended yeah. Corvid to quite a few people. And, so many. It's just And lots terrific. of people who've read it have loved mm. it. Mm. Um, mm. But I Fucking Hate Zoom Quizzes, I think really... I'm I can make it to that. Books we'd recommend... Mm. Um, thread when we release this episode so yeah I keep think, an eye out yeah on I, our twitter at lowbrow lowdown yes follow us. <laughs> we're, we've been getting a few more followers recently which is exciting mm-hmm. so exciting um, but yeah definitely i fucking hate zoom quizzes was surprising and delightful and just really that warming yeah. heartwarming but that mm. poem about the clapping for the nhs like really stuck with me and i think it really captured how a lot of us were feeling about the ways mm. that people were kind of treating this and it, yeah, I, it was really well done. Probably one mm. of, you know, one of the most surprising things that, that those three were the top mm. of the list. Absolutely the top three. I would, look, I've got nothing to add to to this list. So, I mean, that's, I, I wrote this list thinking, I already know what the best books are and what I'd recommend. Worst books, they're the books we haven't forgotten, but that we don't remember. Um we should have a special mention to Chuck Tingle. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. He, he, he wasn't the best books. Was it like his? Wasn't the best books, but was absolutely delightful. Yeah, to really read. enjoyed. Like. Loved the wear play. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's on our delights. <laughs> yeah, he, he was delightful. And there was there were lovely kind of thematic links between all of his stories that were mm. quite fun. Quite fun. All right. Are we done for the year, for the season? We are. How did this happen? Thank God it's over. Thank God. Don't have to read these fucking books anymore. Maybe I can cancel my 
Amazon Kindle Unlimited. I actually, yeah, that's it's what like I got to do. $14 just to read shit erotica <sighs> a <laughs> month. I can't. That's what a little cat to, you know, buy food for. Yeah, so, I, I feel like we've, it's run its course. It's done its job. It's done its job. We won't be um, reading books at that rate again. Look, look, this has been an absolute delight, Damien. So it thank has. you thank for for the journey. <laughs> It has been one of the funniest things I've done in a really long time. Well, um, what I'd say is we have done something that maybe other people haven't done, whereas we, in the moment of this pandemic, we've gone, right, well, what are people creating about this in mm. literature? And there was a lot. There wasn't much good, but so, the, the good stuff was there's great. a lot of... Yeah, and Amazon.com really has to, I mean, like all of the big conglomerate companies like Facebook and Twitter, they really have to sort out the shit. <laughs> um, the, the amount of conspiracy theory books that I had to sort through to find anything for us to be able to read mm. um, was disturbing. And I read one or two and it was just horrible. Well, and this is the thing is like, I, I mean, we can. I can go on about the lack mm-hmm. of information literacy for the days. Mm. Like all these books exist, and people don't seem to quite understand that anyone can publish anything. Anyone can publish. I have published a cookbook. I just hit publish, and there we go. I'm a published author. Exactly. <laughs> well, that um, was a lot of work, so you know, yeah. I, I pride um, in it. <laughs> also, yours was very lovely and high quality and wonderful um but literally anyone can publish literally anything like the number of typos we've read the poor sentence structure like you don't need any qualifications or knowledge to Mm. say things in books and so Mm. or anywhere online really Mm. and Mm. even in reputable sources people build enough of a profile that reputable places will go to them and go well you've got a following and we need clicks so like just Mm -hmm. be a common sense people yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> On that cheerful note. <laughs> no, it's been a it's been a bloody great year. It has. Apart from the pandemic. Yeah, apart from all the Fuck. shit. But Fuck thank you. COVID. Uh, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you to everyone who's joined us for our first season. Um, we're going to be off for a few, probably for a month or so, maybe yeah. a bit longer. And then we'll take, be yeah. returning with Unpacking the Undead. Unpacking the Undead. <laughs> Very excited. Bye. Bye. All right. See you, everyone. Bye. Happy Christmas. Get your boosters. Yes. If you can. I know they're hard to find. <laughs>